Hello, I'm Mark Tweddle. Welcome to another episode of You Tell Your Stories, where we share with you stories from our storytelling classes. You can learn more about our classes, both online and in Burbank, California, by visiting youtellyours.com or watch our Facebook Live sessions every Friday on the You Tell Yours Facebook page. This week's story is from Colette Friedman, a woman whom I would never challenge to a game of anything, unless I was on her team. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Colette Friedman! I live for a good challenge. But that doesn't mean I'm a competitive asshole. <laughs> I grew up in a really competitive family. We would have five-hour games of Risk, Monopoly, Connect Four. We had actual throw-down Scrabble tournaments. But it defined who I was, and I had a blast doing it. I was the only girl on an all-boys baseball team. Not because I was a competitive asshole, but because the boys were better. And I wanted to be better. I wanted to be better than them. A competitive asshole is someone like the guy in the cargo shorts with the goatee on the opposing co-ed entertainment softball league who slides into me at third even though I have already gotten him out and bends back my finger, breaking it in 27 places and maiming a perfectly good birdie. <laughs> That's a competitive asshole. I think I realized the difference my first year of college. I was one of the only two freshmen who made the varsity lacrosse team. And our lacrosse team went to camp. Um, it's like a winter lacrosse camp for a week in Florida with all the other teams in the country. And we were separated into groups according to our skill level. We're supposed to be with our peers. So we're separated into 20 different groups. And as a division three freshman, I was put in group 20. Oh, well. <laughs> After about half an hour of playing with my peers, I left and found my coach and I said, my peers are not challenging me. She gave me a look, which I only came to understand years later when I became a lacrosse coach myself, which is, I want to punch you in the face so hard right now, but I can't because you're a kid. So instead, she said, follow me. And I thought, great. We're going to group 17, because in my head, that's where I thought I belonged. Instead, she brought me to Sue Stahl. Sue Stahl, in the world of lacrosse, was God. <laughs> she was the head coach of Temple, who had just won the national championship. She was the head coach of the US squad, who boasted all the best players, past and present. I was completely in awe of her. So my coach brings me to Sue Stahl and says, Ms. Friedman doesn't feel like she's being challenged. <laughs> and Sue Stahl gives me a look, which I did recognize. You're a competitive asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I gave her a look back, which was, I just like to play hard. <laughs> so Sue Stahl said, follow me. Again, I was ready to go to group 17. <laughs> but we kept walking downfield. 16, 15, 14, 13, there were the juniors on my team, 12, 11, 10, 9, 8, there were the senior co-captain All-Americans, 7, 6, I'm starting to get a little bit nervous, 5, 4, 3, 
I'm completely nauseous to one. And these women were 40. <laughs> I mean, they weren't. They were really 22, but they looked 40. <laughs> they were beasts. They shit people like me for breakfast. And Sue said, ladies, Miss Friedman doesn't feel like she's being challenged. I'll challenge her. <laughs> Sue still walked away. And for the briefest of moments, I thought, maybe I am this good. <laughs> maybe I can hang bam face down in the dirt. I spent the next six hours in the dirt, and lacrosse isn't a contact sport. <laughs> they were bigger, they were stronger, they were smarter, they were faster. And I had the time of my life. I went back to group one every day that week because I never felt more alive. I felt like there were no challenges I couldn't conquer. On Saturday, May 11th, 2013, the love of my life, Mark Troy, was taken to the emergency room with severe headaches and extreme nausea. I said, it's fine. We got this. On Sunday, he had a series of seizures and had to be put into an induced coma. I said, hey, we got this. We can fight this together. We can overcome this. On Monday, he was diagnosed with meningitis. And Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, the meningitis ate through every single major organ in his body. On Friday at 2 o'clock in the morning, May 17, 2013, he was pronounced brain dead. And I told them to pull the plug. And in doing so, I pulled the plug on myself as well. I don't remember the next year and a half. I remember drinking as much as I could to numb any kind of feeling that might come up. The only exercise I got was pressing the return key on my computer, buying stuff on Amazon. Didn't matter what. Blue vacuum cleaner orange rug, 20 pounds of bath salts. <laughs> the only challenge I had was trying to figure out when all those Amazon boxes came what I had actually ordered in my previous evening's drunken stupor. For someone who had spent her entire life aggressively living for the challenge, I was passively sleepwalking through life. And then one extraordinarily ordinary day. I was sitting in a diner with a friend having a grilled cheese sandwich and a shake because misery loves carbohydrates. <laughs> <laughs> and his wife called and said she was on her way to boot camp. Then something happened. I don't know if it was Mark Troy screaming at me from the other side saying, wake up and engage. I don't know if it was Sue Stahl handing me a challenge on a silver platter. I don't know if it was the fact that I had already bought everything Amazon had to offer. <laughs> <laughs> but I heard the word boot camp, and I heard the word challenge. That night, I called the trainer and told her that I would be the fattest, saddest, most sedentary client she ever had. But I would also be her biggest accomplishment. And I woke up. The challenge was back. On October 6, 2014, I went to my first day of camp. I ran a 14 and a half minute mile and threw up twice. <laughs> <laughs> but I went back. 
every day I went back because that was my group one. And I know lacrosse isn't like life. And there are injuries which do not heal. And sometimes when I wake up in the morning and I remember that Mark Troy is gone, it's a challenge to get out of bed. But I do. Even on my worst days, I do. So maybe I'm a competitive asshole after all. <laughs> <laughs> enjoyed Colette's story. Our storytelling techniques are a practical way to help get yourself heard. Head over to youtellyours.com for details of our classes and events both in Burbank and online. You can listen to this as a podcast at podcast.youtellyours.com or find it on iTunes or even Google Play. And don't forget to subscribe to the YouTube channel or the podcast. You can email me at mark at youtellyours.com if you have any questions or requests. Thank you for listening or watching.